when we think about the word purity, oftentimes the only thing that we think about is sex. And while sexual purity is important, God also wants us to remember that he wants us to be pure in our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. And in doing so, he will reward you. Welcome to Purity to Purpose, where we will talk about what it looks like to walk out purity in a world that rewards the exact opposite. So bring your hope, bring your faith, and bring your doubts as we talk about walking out purity to purpose. Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Purity to Purpose. It's your girl Carmelita once again. Um, I'm trying to, I want to try to keep this episode as brief as possible. Um, bear with me, but I wanted to give a little bit of additional context because um, someone asked me a question the other day just in regards to what it was um, that I was trying to do with my podcast. And, and when I say what it was, they were asking me the direction that I was going, they felt as if my purpose message and my second episode that I just um, did the other day talking about, um, you know, crushing and doubt and revive, they felt like those two messages, uh, those two podcast episodes differed um, in, in certain regards, and so as we were talking more about it, they had a better understanding. But the fact of the matter is, is that as you're listening to this, you don't have that pleasure of talking to me all the time. And so to to speak on this, um, I will say real quickly in regards to the conversation and being able to talk to me, I'm currently working on some things to be able to, to get that um, you know, get that done to be able to to have those conversations because I want you to be able to give me feedback, um, ask questions if you're needing clarity on things. Um, if there's something that you feel like you know you want me to talk about, whatever the case may be, I'm I'm open to that. Um, at this point in time, I don't have um anything that I'm putting out there. I'm not promoting my podcast on social media. Um, That is a personal preference simply because I'm not on social media a lot. I take intentional purposeful breaks from social media because social media is not not good for me mentally. Um, I find myself comparing. I find myself feeling like I need to be doing something else, um, be somebody else. you know, we as women are not kind to ourselves sometimes as far as our physical, you know, body, um, things like that. So, you know, men, you know, you get to comparing, you know, what it is. This man got his car, his house, what his girl looks like. You know, we all do those things. But anyway, what I'm saying, um, I say all that to say I'm not currently um, putting this out there on social media now however comma my sister she promoted it on social media um so by all means if you feel free if you feel led to share this if it was something that you feel like somebody else would benefit from you know if it's something that you know you was like man I want my girls to get in like I I, I heard from um somebody today they were saying that they shared this with someone who then was like, oh my goodness, me and my girls, you know, she's a college student. She was saying that her and some of her girls were kind of walking this, this same journey. Um, and so as a result, she was going to share it with them. So all of those things I appreciate. And, and so, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to have some things put together. Um, I'm just working out the logistics as far as what that looks like and how to go about doing that. So like I said, it's coming. It's coming. Just not yet. Um, I do know that if you were to download the Anchor FM app, and you can do that on the Google Play Store or on 
the Apple app where you can get different um, apps and things like that. You can download that app and you're able to leave me messages on there. I had no idea until a friend of mine sent me voicemail on there. So I cracked up because I was like, really? I had no idea. But anyway, um, I do know that there are different things that you can do on Spotify as well. Like I said, I'm just... I, your girl is new to this, y'all. I was not trying to do this. And so as a result, um, you know, like I said, I'm still trying to work out the logistics. So bear with me. But I did want to let you know that is coming because that is important to me. Um, but back to the purpose of this. I feel like my purpose and, and where I'm going with this podcast and what I'm trying to do when I talk about it in my trailer, when I talked about, you know, what it looks like to live, you know, pure, that it's not just about sex, it's purity of mind, heart, and spirit, you know, that I said, because I'm telling you my journey as I'm walking this out and what it looks like, but I'm also someone who is intentional with their relationship with God, and so as a result of that, um, I am making sure that, you know, I'm I'm giving you information that I feel good about in my conscience and spirit. Now, with that being said, I am not God and we are all different. And like I said on my last episode, my mother has two children, but she treats each of her children differently. She has a different relationship with each of her children. And so as a result, the same goes for you and God. So when I'm giving you this information and saying these things, feel free to fact check. You know, we are in an age and time of Google. We are in an age and time of Wikipedia, you know. So I'm just saying, like, feel free to to go to, you know, look these things up if, if you know, it's something you feel ready to look up on online. Um, go to God, you know. Um, but it's like, don't don't just take my word for it. That is one thing I love about my church. Um, my pastor is like, he is good to give us information. And I feel 100% comfortable with the information that he gives us. However, he he does his own Bible study. And that's where the, the messages come from. I, I ask God, God, give me. Like, show me what it looks like to have a relationship with you. Not based on a person, not based on a church, not based on a religion. You know, because at one point in time, I found out my foundation was based on somebody else's Bible study. The person who was giving the message, I trusted because they had a title that the information that they were giving was 100% accurate. And then whenever I needed to lean on that, because I was leaning on and my relationship was based off of their Bible study, I didn't have nothing to work off of. Whenever I was down in it, I had nothing to work off of, y'all. So I say all that to say, I feel comfortable in, in making sure that I'm not going to give information that's not accurate. Um, I will also, if I feel like I say something that I need to retract or clarify or what have you, I will do that also. Um, that's part of what this impromptu message is for is to give further clarification because like I said my trailer you know is talking about what it looks like to be pure in in heart mind and in spirit not just sex um my purpose was telling you my purpose and why and how the podcast came about but it was just literally just like it was just telling you why like when I said the title was my purpose. That was absolutely all it was. It was just my purpose. Um, and then the last episode was telling you, like, that was the beginning of the story. It was the beginning of the unfolding of what this podcast is all about. Because the fact of the matter is, y'all, when I talk about my doubting Thomas and Thomasinas, that's me. I have those moments. I'm just walking this thing out. Just like I'm I'm as I'm talking it out, I'm walking it out also. Like 
I I can't sit here and tell you something that I haven't already done myself um, or, or, you know, from my experiences because I'm one of the doubting Thomas and Thomasinas. I had to, whenever I sit here and I'm like, God, you know, I'm like telling him all these things like your word says, I need you to come through. It's because I've had moments and opportunities where he's come through because I have also had moments and opportunities where I needed him to come through. And and because he knows his daughter's heart, he knows his daughter's not trying to come in him sideways. I'm coming to him because I am being honest and he knows my heart is honest. He knows my heart is, is seeking him. Like he gave me an acronym for faith, F meaning full, whole, you know, who I like making sure I was healthy, happy and whole, making sure I was together before I was in a relationship or trying to step out and doing certain things that, you know, required um, more of me being the whole being whole to the best of my ability. The A meaning authentic, not faking for the gram, not faking for the masses. I was so concerned about, you know, people that don't know me. My my podcast gives you a snippet, a snapshot into who Carmelita is. But if you don't know me personally, you could very well feel like you could judge me. If you don't spend time with me consistently, you know, if we don't converse consistently, even if you know me personally, You could still feel led to judge, simply put, because you don't have access to who I am on a regular. Who I am last week is different than who I am today. I have been in a season of trying to figure out and find myself in this new place and space because I don't feel comfortable doing this, but yet and still I know this is what God is wanting me to do. And for the first time, I'm like, I am a, like I would tell people, like I'm an unapologetic Jesus girl. But this walk that I've been on for a while with God has been progressive because I've been trying to figure it out because I was too busy listening to to other people, you know, which leads me to more of the acronym in being, um, in being so full, authentic, intentional, intentional meaning deliberate. I would, and it was, and it's deliberate as in the adjective because deliberate and deliberate are spelled the exact same way. The difference is the way that it's used, adjective or, you know, or um, I believe the other one is verb. Don't don't quote me on this, y'all. All I'm focusing on is the adjective. I do know deliberate is asking people lots of questions um and and, or going to other people allowing them to weigh in is what deliberate is but deliberate is intentional and meaning as in being intentional in my relationship with him being intentional in in the things that I'm doing to make sure that I'm able to to hear from him like I said the other day like preparing you know for a, the birth of a child, you'll baby-proof your house. I am preparing to hear from God in certain aspects. I'm preparing from him, for him to tell me and show me who I am and to be okay with that. Because oftentimes in the past, I wasn't. And I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but then um, the T, talk. Talk to him. Talk to him and talk to myself Talking to myself, giving myself words of hope, giving myself words of faith, like self-talk, affirmations, all of those things, as hokey and corny as it may sound, I have found to be real, and I know others have found those things to be real. Um, You know, so T for talk, H is hope and humble. Having Having hope in God and being humble because... The the pride comes before the fall is a scripture that I just, I can't help but to, to remember because there were moments and times when I did, unfortunately, I was prideful. I, I just, I felt like I knew certain things. I felt like I 
you know, I was very confident. But then <laughs> it went to the exact opposite of no confidence. So that's a whole nother ball of wax. But anyway, so just to, to recap the fake acronym, full, authentic, intentional, talk, hope, and humble. That was the acronym. And and like I said, so it's just when I say all these things, I just want to make sure that I'm coming to you from a place in a space where, you know, I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm telling you my journey, how it's worked, how it's working in the process um, and, and to give you hope. Like that's the main thing is to give you hope. Because if you have somebody who you can identify with, who you feel like can identify with you, you know, I identify with those people with the doubting Thomas and Thomas is because like I said, I, I am one of those. I have been one of those in some instances. Um, I, I don't identify with like my cousin was um, having a conversation with me about some things and, and she and I can talk about, you know, religion and whatnot. And, and I appreciate that. You know, she asks me questions. She challenges me on things. Like, that is my, I will likely talk about my cousin a lot. So, sorry, not sorry, y'all. But, like, that is, I love her to death. Um, So, she and I can have certain conversations. But she asks me questions that allow me to think further. And one of the things that she and I talk about sometimes is just, you know, like she has her own platform, the HBCU Walking Billboard. She has her own platform that she has been doing for a while now, y'all. And my cousin is killing it. So if you want to look her up, it is the HBCU Walking Billboard. And it's historically black colleges and universities walking billboard. She has, um, she's on uh, Facebook She's on Instagram. She also has a website. She's got apparel. She's like my cousin, Chanel Smith is, is her name. She is killing it. Um, so she is a very reputable resource when it comes to assisting me with this platform. And so she, you know, talks and asks me certain questions that make me think. And one of the things she and I were talking about was just the fact of like, while she may know my journey, some people don't. So when I talk about giving hope, um, I am going to share a story that I am not proud of. I am not, I, I'm not promoting this lifestyle, nor am I judging it. I'm just simply telling my truth and telling you why it is I say what I say whenever I tell you all these things about God and and promoting him and saying he's real. Because I know he's real because he's been there. There's been moments and times when he's told me, turn here, turn there. I had no idea why until I got there. And then it was like, oh, this is why, because you needed me to see something. You needed to show me something, you you know, like, I'm not going to go all into the, into the gory details of some of these things because it's not my story to tell. And just to be respectful to certain individuals and their, you know, they later give me the, you know, um, authority and, and they approve of me being able to tell their specific story and using their specific names and giving all those details, then okay. You know, um, but that ain't happening right now. So right now I'm talking about me. Um, so at one point in time, this was back in the, um, this is back in the early 2000s. Um, I was living with my um, ex-husband. He wasn't my ex-husband. He wasn't my husband. Then we were just dating, but we were living together. I was working at a club, well-known club um, locally. I was waitressing, and after the club would close, the um, the club owner would allow people to stay after to drink some more, like his friends, um, any of the employees' friends. You know, we had the ability to stay after and drink. This particular night, I drank a lot. I don't recall if I drove home 
or if I rode with my um, ex-husband who was my boyfriend at the time. I don't know if I rode with him. I don't recall how I got home. All I know is that at one point when I was at home, I was like, where's my purse? And I couldn't find it. And all I'm thinking in my head is I have information in this purse that needs to be here with me. I, I cannot afford for it to get into the wrong hands because for one, it's going to cost a lot to reproduce. And for two, it could have very costly um, consequences tied to them if this information gets into the wrong hands. You know, like my driver's license, banking information, you know, I'm sure there was some cash in there, I, you know, like, because I, I was waitressing. So, um, so anyway, long and short, I was like, I got to get this right now because I needed to have my stuff right then. Like I needed it. Um, and so anyway, I leave the house, drive myself. Um, and I was maybe two blocks away and the club was like five, six miles away maybe two blocks away and I am all over the road y'all and when I say all over the road I am not exaggerating I mean my lane the other lane I am literally all over. I cannot keep the wheel straight for anything like and 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 I can't see you know like the road is blurry so I was scared and I said and I know we all had these prayers <laughs> at moments in time you know God, if you get me out of this, I will never do it again, please. And I just told him, I was like, God, I'll mess, I, I'll mess around and hurt myself or heaven forbid somebody else or go to jail. Please, God, if you can just get me home without allowing me to hurt myself, somebody else or go to jail, I promise I will never do it again. I promise you. I don't even know if I said amen. Like I said, maybe two blocks away from my house when I said this prayer. The next thing I remember was walking into the door at the club, asking them if my purse was there. They said no. Next thing I remember, I turned around and I walked out of the club. I don't remember walking to the car, let alone driving home. The next memory that I have was me getting home, walking into the door and trying to figure out where my purse is. And y'all, my doggone purse was in my bedroom. <laughs> but I say all that to say I wasn't blacked out drunk. I was uh, I was quite aware, not in the right mind, clearly not able to drive, but I was aware. I rem I have memory, so I didn't black out. But the issue is, is that I was not a safe driver. I was so drunk that I didn't even realize my purse was at home. Like, I could have messed around, went to jail, hurt myself or somebody else for no reason. My doggone purse was at home. I had no reason to have left the house. But I was so drunk, I didn't even notice. And it was in my bedroom of all places. Like, for real? Girl, it wasn't hidden nowhere. It was sitting out in my bedroom. But I didn't do it again because I was so scared. But in that moment, the fact, like I said, I have those memories. I remember still to this day. Can't nobody tell, like, those are things that, you know, like I say, I can't make this stuff up. I know this happened. And so as a result, because I don't remember the in-between and the fact that, that it happened right after I said this prayer, you can't tell me God ain't real. You can't tell me that he don't come through. You can't tell me that there are moments and times, because like I said, he, he met Doubting Thomas where he was at. He said, I saw him die. So if I can't see the holes in his hands and put my finger in his side, I am not going to believe you. Simply put. And Jesus knew. He knew. Doubting Thomas wasn't trying to be, he wasn't trying to, to, to test God or, or, or doubt in a way that was, that was ill-willed or, you know, you got to prove something to me. Like, while it may come across and seem like that's what I'm saying whenever I say it, the fact of the matter is, is that I'm telling him, your word says these things. So if it's true, 
let me know. And whether it's make it so because he does something in particular or just gives glimmers of hope, whatever the fact is, whatever the fact of the matter, like, the point is, he knows I'm asking those things because I want. The Bible also tells us to seek his face. Seek him and he shall be found. That's what I'm doing when I say to to tell him, like to come to him like, God, look, these are the things like I am at my wits end. Give me something to hang my hat on. Like just like it, it you know, there are scriptures, I ain't even going to lie, that talks about testing him. But at the same time, he also talks about seeking him and you will find him. Like you coming to him and saying those things means you have faith that he will. You are, It's a mustard seed of faith. But the fact that you're doing it, you do have faith. And I just, I, I just need people to know I'm not judging I'm not coming down on nobody. I'm not looking down on you, telling you that this is what I'm saying and how I feel. And so therefore, you know, this is what you need to be thinking and feeling. I'm trying to give you hope through my own journey. Like, I'm trying to give you hope. Like, like, like my pastor says, like, I I can't tell you something that God ain't, ain't working on me with, you know? I am in this moment and season and space where I have come to terms with the fact that me getting drunk that day, there are other times that I was under the influence, overly under the influence, because I was too busy trying to fit in. I didn't fit in. I had so many people who, you know, would say that they would be there. They was for a second and they wasn't. Part of it was because I didn't know who I was. So my words and my actions ain't matching up. How are you going to know if you even want to deal with this person or not? At the same time, I had real trauma. Like, I am open by nature. If I hadn't been through stuff, doing this podcast would not be a problem. But I am closed due to trauma because I've been through some real stuff. I was molested from age 9 to age 15 by family members and I'm not sitting here I don't tell you these things and I'm cautious about telling my story because I ain't trying to have nobody like I'm not looking for sympathy I'm not looking for pity you know I'm just simply saying that's my story and because God has met me in my doubt he has met me along the way in moments and times when I, he has woke me up out of my sleep, y'all. Like, woke me up out of my sleep, told me when people were in trouble, told me where people were. He has told me when people were doing wrong to me. He has revealed things to me. I wasn't sure. I would sit back and be like, something said. I had a feeling that. But come to find out, it was God. You know, it talks about in, in the Bible, it says that, um, that you know, that faith is the, the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. God broke that scripture down to me. Substance of things hoped for. Substance meaning as in the parts of things hoped for. So all of the different things that you're hoping for, that's, that's what the first part is. The second part, evidence of things not seen. Evidence is facts. Facts of stuff that you can't see. That's what faith is. So it's like you, but people, people think it's crazy until they got the facts. Then, oh, well, they have faith. But you got to step out on it a little bit in order to be able to figure it out sometimes. And sometimes stepping out is God, show me, help me. In my last podcast, I said I was talking about, like, I wasn't sitting here like, God, you got to prove something to me. It was like, God, I want, I want that too. I want to have faith. I want to have hope. Help me. You know, like, 
your word is saying all these things. I see all these people who are able to do it and I know they're going through stuff. Like, help me. Help me figure it out. That is, is exactly the only thing I've been saying. That's all I've been saying. When I talk about, you know, telling him like, look, this girl said I could trust you to do X, Y, Z. So whenever I talk about challenging him, it's literally just giving him a try. And I sit here and I say all of this because I won't, and I share that story, like I said, not because I'm, pr- I am not proud of that. You know, like it's like the those disclaimers, don't try this at home. I- I'm not proud, y'all. But I felt like because there was, you know, someone did say that they saw a, a, a distinction between my purpose and my second episode, I felt the need to fill in the blanks and to explain. My first episode was just the purpose. It was just telling you why I was doing the podcast and how it came about. And and then also giving you a little bit of my of my story and what I was doing. Like it's called purity to purpose. So I gotta explain to you why it's called that. I can't just throw something out there and then just assume that you don't understand. At the same time, while I'm walking this thing out, I'm living real life. So if I'm going to tell you these things, I got to have real life to be able to, to back it up with. And that's what I was telling God. God, I got to have something to hang my hat on. You have given me this platform. You have given me this child. I have people that I have a responsibility to, to help them. So give me the fruit. Give me the evidence so they can have faith. So they can plug into my faith. Maybe they ain't seen you work in their lives at this point. But I can give them hope because I can give them real life situations. Not perfect situations. Not even fixed situations. But to let them know in the middle what it looks like to walk this thing out in the middle. Getting testimonies in the middle. While the situation ain't fixed I'm happy and settled and content and cool. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. And it's in part because I am coming into my own. And I absolutely, like I told you, I want to hear y'all's feedback. But you got to know, I'm checking in with God. If that thing don't feel authentic to me, I'm not going to. Like I said, I'm trying to keep the episodes as brief as possible. But at the same time, Carmelita is a person that talks. So I get that, you know, continuing on on certain subjects. I get that, you know, expanding on things more may not necessarily be, um, you know, be able to keep your interest all the time. So I'm absolutely working on that. But at the same time, I can't feel bad about who I am. I used to get in trouble when I was in school, y'all, because my report cards were like, she's a great student. But then you got a little note area where the teacher writes and stuff, but she talks too much. Like, I've been talking a lot for all of my life. It's going to take me a little bit of time before I can, you know, get better at that. But like I said, Bear with me, I promise you. I'm trying to keep these um, as authentic, while at the same time, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I like to tell jokes like I'm fun. Like I, I don't know. People tell me I'm funny. I don't know. Maybe I am. I think I'm funny. Maybe you think I'm funny. I don't know. Um, but I try to keep it entertaining because I don't want to listen to no dog on dry tail podcast. You know. So I do say silly, like I'm silly. I, I love music, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna use music references, you know, be it secular or non. Like I'm going to do all the things, you know, to try to keep this interesting, to try to allow you to be able to stay engaged. 
But at the same time, I also have to make sure that I'm staying true to myself, staying true to the message. And I pray every time before I talk to y'all, like I may have an, an outline or a guide, but to be completely honest, I just be talking from from the cuff um, with this oftentimes because it's like I've been through something. I feel like God's telling me something. I pray about it. Then I record, I listen back, I pray about it. And if he tells me go, then go. That's what my episodes have been thus far. And so far it's working. So, and and I'm not scripted. I'm, I'm just not, I've tried it before. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that I sound like it. I sound like I'm reading. And so as a result, that is nixing out the A in the acronym of faith. I'm not being authentic. I'm not being deliberate, intentional. You know, like I, I don't have, you know, the ability to speak from a way and a place that I, that just ain't me. Some people can do that and do it well. I applaud them. You know, like I just, that's just not my gift. But like I said, I'm trying to, to be respectful of your time and trying to do the best that I can with that. But anyway, like I said, I just wanted to um, get on here real quickly and just explain a little bit more in case if, you know, there's more people who who have those questions of, but her first episode was this, and then her second episode was that. You know, I want to be able to explain those things and make sure that you understand because I am authentic, I am real, and I'm not judging. Like I said, God is real to me, and I tell you, you know, and promote him to you, um, trying to give you hope simply because of my experience and because I identify with the people who feel like they don't fit in to stereotypical church because I identify with the people who've not felt like they fit in in the world. Another real quick brief thing to, to, you know, to elaborate on that. Growing up, I had guy friends. I called them my six. That was it. It wasn't because I didn't want female friends. It was because girls picked on me. I was bullied from the seventh grade to the 11th grade. Every single year I had to fight. I sound like a, <laughs> I sound like a girl for color purple. All my life I had to fight. Sorry, I took on myself, y'all. Um, but I did. Like, I did. And it was, it started with one group of girls who then the following year recruited another group of girls who then recruited somebody else. And then, like, every single year it stemmed from this one group of girls with the exclusion of the last year. My 11th grade year, that was a fight that I did initiate. Um, not proud, once again, not trying to promote this. But the fact of the matter is that the girl kept pushing my buttons and I was going to the principals and telling them, this girl is messing with me. My first hour class was her second and she was staying there and she would say all kinds of stuff because she knew I'm not a fight. I am not a fighter, y'all. I will fight. Don't get it twisted. But I'm not a fighter by nature. I fight because I'm defending myself, because I'm defending someone that I care about. But in that instance, because I did all the things, I covered all the bases, all the proper channels, but none of the proper channels did anything. I said, do something about it or else I will. And the principal told me, well, if you're going to, if you you saying that, if you're threatening this girl, come to find out he was her neighbor, friends with her family. Like, so there was some nepotism there. It is what it is. But at the time, I'm like, I'm doing all the right things. And this girl is still messing with me. And you ain't doing nothing about it. And so I, I initiated that fight because I was like, if y'all not going to make this girl respect me, I'm going to. And I don't have no issues with her to this day. Not saying that, once again, like I said, I'm not promoting it. I'm simply saying I was, be she was picking on me and bullying me too. And the principal 
wasn't doing anything about it. And I went to him multiple times and he did nothing about it. And she kept on. And so as a result, because I couldn't handle it, I couldn't handle her dealing, doing those things to me. I handled it. Um, but like I said, I had to fight. Girls didn't like me for whatever the reasons were, you know, and it's just high school. She thinks she's all that. She thinks she's this. She thinks she's that. And I was walking around with the lowest self-esteem. They didn't know I'd try to kill myself. They had no idea. They sitting here looking at me on the outside judging, thinking that I'm, I'm this person that I wasn't. That's part of what I'm saying, too, in, 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 in doing this episode. Like, please don't judge me based off of a, a, a small segment. That's why I want to allow you to ask me questions. I want you to have access to me to gain clarification. But I'm not judging you, so please don't judge me. I'm not trying to come across as judgmental. If that is the case, if you feel like I am, please hear my heart. I promise you I'm not. Forgive my heart for my head if I come across that way. If I say those things, please understand. I'm not. I I stressed it so much in my last episode because that is not my heart. And I needed you to hear that. I needed you to know that because I do appreciate this 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 platform that I have I understand the purpose of this platform so please hear my heart when I say I am not trying to judge at the same time please don't judge me because like I said that's what these girls was doing they didn't know what I was dealing with I was involved in extracurricular activities so I could get outside of the house boys could not come into the yard I couldn't talk to boys on the phone. I couldn't go nowhere without without the person's parent being present, talking to my mama. Like there was so like y'all, I had a very strict upbringing. I appreciate the structure. Don't get me wrong, but there was a lot of rules and guidelines. So me being involved in extracurricular activities that she thinks she's all that cuz I was in basketball, I was a cheerleader, I ran track, I was in debate, I was doing these things to have a life because my home life was not ideal. So it's like, I'm trying, you don't, but you, like I said, they didn't know that. You know, like I was eating with counselors and teachers on my lunch breaks because I didn't have friends. Like, who wants to do that as a teenager? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm friends with some of them now because I'm an adult. But at the time, that's embarrassing. I was doing that because I didn't want to have to fight. I was doing that because nobody wanted to talk to me or sit with me. I was doing that because I didn't fit in. So, like I said, I get it. You don't feel like you fit in. You don't feel like, you know, people accept you. You feel judged. You got church hurt because people in the church, while well-meaning, hurt you. Judged you at your worst. Judged you at a space and a place and time, a small segment of your life. They judged you. When the fact of the matter is, this walk with God is just like... A baby, a baby walking in their journey. First, you got to be birthed. So we, you know, we're, we're his children. First, you got to get birthed. Then you you got to start sitting up, then rolling over. Then you got to feel steady, you know, standing, like actually standing. Before then, the baby then starts to, to feel safe, taking one step. Once they feel steady in that one step, then they'll take another. Once they feel steady in that, then they'll take another. It's consistent steps. It's it's a consistent process of getting steady. Once you feel steady in that one area, then you can move forward to the next. Then you can move forward to the next. But you got to feel steady in that one space first. I am here to try to give you hope to help you to feel steady. Because I know from somebody who's had a lot of trauma, who's had a lot of bad stuff happen in their life, 
my glimmers of hope, my positives have been because of God. Whether it was him using a person, him providing a miracle or a blessing, whatever the case may be, it's been because of God. He ain't never left me. He ain't never judged me. He ain't never. People have hurt people, hurt people. So I don't judge them for hurting me because like I said, I get it. Part of it was because I was trying to fit in because I'm, I'm deliberating with too many people, allowing too many people in my head telling me this is right, this is wrong. You should do this. You shouldn't do that. You know, like I said, these girls telling me that I think I'm all that. So then therefore that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, trying to adjust. To be accepted. I'm getting overly inebriated. So I can forget that I don't feel like I fit in. So I can loosen up. The fact of the matter is, I didn't need to do that. But because I did it for so long, it took me a while. It's taking me a while to get comfortable in my own skin. Not comparing myself to others. Like I said, I take deliberate breaks off of social media. I'm on social media for real right now. I'm on Instagram a little bit. But I turned off my uh, notifications on Facebook. So there's people's birthdays and special events and things I don't even find out about because I'm not on there. Because I'm trying to protect my peace. I'm trying to make sure that I am, am... healthy, happy, and whole in who I am, trying to make sure that I know who I am, because if I don't know who I am, how in the heck are you going to know who I am, and then therefore be able to make the choice and the decision of whether or not you even want to fool with me, be it on listening to this podcast or in real life. I owe that to myself, and I have to be slightly selfish. So as a result, that's what I'm doing. But like I said, I just wanted to get on here to explain to you, um, you know, the the reason for this podcast, give a little bit more context and clarity in case there was anyone who felt like there was a, a, a difference between, you know, the second episode in 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 my trailer or my first episode. I promise y'all, I ain't, I ain't out here faking. Like, who would put their lives out there? Who would put themselves on blast? Faking. Like, not me. I ain't that girl. I don't like being judged. But the fact of the matter is, is that I feel like one of the purposes that God has put me on this earth for is to show people what his love looks like in human form. He loved us first with the hopes that we would love him back. I am being tasked with being vulnerable first because I get my audience the Dalton Thomas and Thomasinas, they require that evidence first before they can take that step. So while other people may listen to my podcast, my my goal and my market who I'm reaching for are those people, those people who need some hope because life is showing them that they can't. Because they keep taking L's. I know what that feels like. Because they're just wanting to be loved and accepted and understood. I get that, y'all. I want that so bad, too. Like, like I said, I'm not trying to sit here and, and fake. I'm not trying to front. I'm not trying to make it seem like I got it all figured out. Because I promise I don't. I'm just walking this thing out, y'all, and I'm allowing you to see it with me, but at the same time, because I've walked this thing out for so many years, even while not knowing who I was, him still meeting me where I was at, that's why I can have this podcast now, while I'm walking out what it looks like to, to, you know, come into my own. 
That's why I feel like I can speak with authority on this topic because I've been doing it for a while. And it's been the progressive, like I said, the progressive steps of feeling steady in this and then progress. Feeling steady in this and then progress. The fact that I have stuff I can say. Like I said, if you know me personally, you know I ain't lying. I have had situations where he has woke me up out of my sleep. Told My mom witnessed one. I, I, I told her, God woke me up out of my sleep and I told her the reason why. And she believed it because she's seen it other, at other times where I've told people X, Y, and Z was going to occur and it happened. Where, pe- where, where God told me people were doing things or to go look in a specific spot for something and it was there. God told me that I have evidence. So therefore, it was my faith in doing the thing, in following the, there's something that's telling me. And then once I found it to be actual and factual, that was my faith in God. So, that's it. I just had to say that. Um, And like I said, I, I just, I appreciate you for supporting and listening um, you know, this wasn't brief while I had hoped it was, um, I still, I I hope it was worth listening to, um, because I just wanted to make sure that you heard my heart. I wanted to make sure that you knew and you understood where I was coming from and also that you had a better idea of the trajectory and, and the unfolding of this podcast, so thank you I love you I appreciate your support um and like I said I'm just I'm, I'm here for you I'm gonna try to like I said I'm gonna get some things together for us to be able to communicate um but in the meantime feel free to communicate with me on the anchor app um you know and if you know me personally feel free to reach out I thank you from the bottom of my heart I don't take this platform lightly I make sure that what I'm doing I'm intentional in it and I love you thank you for your support thank you for your future support um and just thank you for for listening to this girl (laughs) so um have a good rest of your day um whether it's morning afternoon night I don't know when you're gonna be listening to this but just make it a good one I love you.